You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Hi there, and welcome to the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio theater from this verse or the next. And today, we have episode 633. I'm here with my co-host, who just happens to be the master of ceremonies for the upcoming MadCon in Halifax, Nova Scotia, July 24th to the 26th, David Alt. Yes, good morning. Uh, that seemed like a not-too-subtle plug for the conference that you've just done there, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'm so excited, David. I know I've said that every time. You have, yes. Things are really, really ramping up now. More and more people are getting their tickets. If you haven't been to the website lately at www.mad-con.com, that's mad-con.com, you should really visit and see all the great updates. But I'm guessing that there's no time for us to go to mad-con.com right now. <laughs> As we have, uh, it's wonderful how you script this, Jack. Yeah, i got to get it in three times. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. As we have got our feature, Barjorie Buffett, the cruise detective, cruising right for us? Yes, we do indeed, David. <laughs> and it all begins right here. On the www.mad-con.com Sonic Society. Four times! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another adventure of Bardry Buffet, the cruise detective. Adapted from the beloved books by Dame Drusel Scream, against the explicit wishes of her estate. This week's episode, SP Death, based on the book, Bury Me in the Sun. It started like every start starts, with a beginning. There I sat in my car, my hands on the wheel, my mind on my feet. I tapped my dashboard barometer. Something told me there was a storm a brewing. I adjusted a mirror to check my car's weather vane. It whipped back and forth wildly, but that was no help because I was doing at least 90. And I could barely see my sundial hood ornament with all this rain. But I hydroplaned my way down those neighborhood streets and skidded into the worst strip mall this side of the anywhere. I parked so bad, I took up seven spots, and one of those spots was a sidewalk, but no time to fix it. I had a storm to outrun. I barged into the sad, bad office of my travel agent, Piggy Podiatrist. It's a silly name. Maybe that's because I misheard it and never asked again. But it's what she responded to. Even if that response was often, what? Miss Buffet, how's things? No time for you to talk, Piggy. I need a cruise and fast. Wowee, do you have a case? Not this time, Pigs. This one's just for leisure. But that's what you said last time, Miss Buffet. And then I'm in my tub and I'm reading the newspaper and I see... Oh, simple-minded Piggy. 
thinking that every time a cruise detective takes a cruise, she's only there to be a detective. And then I'm dropping the newspaper because I'm so surprised. If Piggy had a daughter, she resents her mother. And if Piggy was a daughter, her mother is long gone. I don't mean dead. These are the things that I think about while Piggy tries to talk to me and convince me she has a tub. But anyway, let's see what we've got in the next ten minutes. On oh, while this loads, did I tell you that I can't get them to deliver my mail anymore? I gazed at brochures of all the faraway places Piggy would never see. She lived above the travel agency, sleeping on a broken Murphy bed that won't come out of the wall. Good thing I have a Google News alert for Hamilton parody because there's I know there's a breakfast scene one. Piggy waits for me like an arthritic retriever begging those kids to return home from school. Kind of dog you could probably take on vacation with you, but you know, you don't. Can you get to the docks by 8.55? Piggy, I was born on the docks by 8.55. Is that true or... And before I go, I feel a little guilty about razzing on you so much. When? So is there any 10-second detective work I can do for you? Oh, there is one thing. I think someone's stealing my change. It's falling out of your pockets because you sleep standing up against a wall. Well, she done it again. Now I've had the time of my life. No, I've never felt this way before. Next thing I knew, it was three days later. I was in a bar below deck squealing out karaoke with a boy who said he had no parents. I didn't ask further. I've had the time of my life and I owe it all to you. Perhaps I was naive to hope there wouldn't be a case. After all, cruises are the murder capital of the sea, and the sea is the murder capital of the world. Murder was invented in the sea by stingrays. Sure enough, in he came. Clipboard in hand, sunglasses on head. An activity director only interrupts karaoke night for two reasons. Something in his eyes told me it wasn't time for the hula dance lip sync limbo. With my body and my soul, I want you more than you Are you Barjorie Buffet? Call me bitch. For sure, no. Can we talk? Fine. Swim up bar, you're buying. Yeah, I think it's included in the ticket price. Shut up. You can get to the bar without jumping in. <laughs> you must be new. What's your name? Neil. With a K. You sound like a Neil with a K. That is a verb. That is not a name. First time finding a dead body on a cruise ship, Neil? I remember mine. I was eight. Okay, but can we... Hibachi restaurant. They cut him up and hid him with the steak. This did not happen. You know how they make you catch a piece in your mouth like a seal? Girl before me missed, but I got it. I knew I was eating man by the fifth bite. Still swallowed. Listen, there has been an accident. Come on. Just say the word what, to me. What word? Get up. Good idea. Let's explore this bar. My point is, please stay out of our way until we figure out what's going on. But I'm a cruise detective. I don't know what that is, but we don't want to make a big scene, and we don't need a lady drinking warm pina colada mix. Sorry, I like to keep my wits about me while I'm on a case. You're not on a case. Please let the crew do their work. Well, good. 
I wanted to relax anyway. So this works out just so great. Oh, good. That's so good. Why don't you go misread bingo numbers, Kneel? And why don't you go back to your cabin because there's no swimming after 11. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Neil? G46. Bingo! Sir, I've only called three numbers. I awoke the next afternoon, violently hungover from blue dye. B. Okay, it's either nine or six. Bingo! Sir? I slammed the window shut like it insulted my Thomas Bahamas skort suit. Oy, if that's how bad Neil is at calling bingo, how could he catch this murderer b- <sighs> B4. Thanks before, they struck again. I need to take my mind off all this. Let me see that ship map. I could relax at the spa. Ooh, I could go start a fuss in the poker room. Maybe I should go to the lounge, see if I'm strong enough to pick up an armchair. I could go to the baby changing center and throw a big fuss. Or the... Oh. Well, maybe I'll just stop by here real quick for a little tiny minute, just to do one quick little funny errand. Hello? Hello? Hey! What are you doing in the cruise morgue? Oh, wait! Is this not the Guy Fieri Smokehouse and Spa? Whoopsie-daisy. Hold on! Otto? Bitch! I didn't recognize you in the morgue dark! It's been too long! So good to see a living human being! Autopsy! Honorary corpse! They have accepted me into their little <laughs> clique! Sometimes I forget that I am alive! That's fair! You want to party, Otto? I do want to party! <laughs> it's been so, so long, long since I've partied oh. without being the only alive Life person. person. Yes. How'd you like to do me a favor for old time's sake? Anything for my favorite alive person. Ugh, you don't need to speak ill of the dead, but you don't have to kiss up to them either. I should tell you, the condition is unusual. Otto, baby, how many dead bodies have you de-sheeted for me? It can't be worse than that. Oh, dear fuck. It was the driest body I had ever seen. Shriveled like a raisin full of sand that was once blood. When he took off the sheet, it was like pulling back a veil to reveal the bride of Jack Link's beef jerky. I couldn't even run a toxicology. All her juices are bone dry, and her bones are juicy dust. Who was all this? The only identifier was this ring. Smiling son wearing sunglasses made out of golden diamonds. So tacky, yet priceless. It can't be. Neutrogene, heiress to the sunblock fortune. But she slathers so much block on, no one's ever even seen her skin. Well, here it is. Not so great. She was on a pool chair for three days. Everyone assumed she claimed a tanning chair first thing in the morning and stayed until sunset. And the surveillance? She's motionless all day, but at night her tanning reflector blinds the camera with moonlight. Right, it's that time of year when the moon is as bright as the sun. Drat. But I think I know who could have slapped... Who... Forgive me, but I think I know who could have snapped into this Slim Jim. Lay it on me, Topsy. A Mrs. Van Alvis was seen three chairs back from her. <laughs> Looks like I'll have this little case solved by aquarobics after all. Bitch, did you just leave? 
I can't see you in the dark. I have bat-like vision, which is none at all. Hello? Well, time to tuck myself in. That was nice. Sunblock and Aloe have been enemies for as long as there's been a sun. So who else would kill a Sunblock princess but Aloe Vera heiress Governess Aaron Van Elvis? Mrs. Van Alvis. Dear, I didn't marry a governor to not be called governess. I don't think you know what that word means. Can you make this quick and leave me to my aloe bath? Fine. You for sure killed Neutrogene. Just because I've asked her to die in print advertisements doesn't... You hated her for her sunblock beliefs. Well, why beg the sun's permission when you can demand its forgiveness with a magic leaf? So you basted your rival in a sunblock sauce and sent her off to death, Aju. Bless you. Aju. I said Aju. And I said bless you. Okay, so you slathered your rival in a sunblock... what? Her skincare fortune? Like the one I have already? (laughs) Can you prove where you were when she died? She was out there for three days, dear. Whom knows when she died? Are you traveling alone? Irrelevant. Is there anyone who would kill her for you? I hope you're aware that accusing a governor of a crime is illegal in one state. Is it in your husband's state? Irrelevant. Can you prove he's not on the boat? Of course. He's been lighting up C-SPAN 6 for days. Check channel 5000. If you ask me, I believe a paralyzing agent was mixed into Neutrogene's sunblock, probably taken from a plant that only you and your family knows about. Aloe heals, Miss Buffet. It is not the deathly grease in which to deep fry a chalky bitch. It really seems like you did this. And, uh, is that... Is that aloe in my eyes? Or did you bring no evidence at all? Just every bit of common sense in my gut, which I trust. (laughs) Hand me that robe, dear. God, it's so wet. You're confused. And you're flailing in the dark. I understand. That's how I felt, diving into my Olympic-sized aloe pool. But then, that pool boy found me face down in gooey water wings and it all got this would be terrible advice, even if you weren't the murderer. It's cruise policy for lifeguards to check on passengers after 36 hours of not moving, yes? Um, uh-huh. Then he's your suspect. He who was on duty and failed its call. Blotch, that albino lifeguard. I'm getting out now, but I don't need your help. I don't want to help you. Don't you dare help me. I don't want to see you naked. Can I leave? That's one leg out. Oh, can you wiggle your toes? Oh, there's the ladder. She was full of it. But if I wanted to lock her up somewhere she couldn't ooze out of, I needed more proof. So on to blotch. Aaron fought the sun with aloe, Jean with sunblock. Blotch's plan was to hide from it every moment of every day, and also aloe and sunblock. When I found him, he was doing a poor job supervising swimmers from underneath a huge inner tube with a trampoline on top. It looked very fun. 
I watched the little fellow empty a bottle of copper tone in his ear and wondered if it come out the other side. I didn't want to startle him, so I... Ah! Oh! Oh! Oh, jeez! Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, that hurts. That's why I always do my eyeballs last. How do you see people from under here? Well, no one's going to drown if they're above water, so I get down here in the middle of the action. Ow! Ow! And sure, your head's gonna get jumped on sometimes. Stay safe, guys. How can you be a lifeguard when you're this scared of the sun? It's that very fear that keeps me ever vigilant to save those from what I fear most. Lady just got slow cooked in a lounge chair. It doesn't matter if I'm good at it. It should. I'm still a brave hero. Where were you the day she fried? I had just lost my sun hat and sun mask, so I hid in the tiki bar until nightfall. Oh, so it's you who's been dressed like an 1800s plague doctor with the, the beak mask. Yes, it was taken by some birds who thought I was their king. Not too high, kids. Then I scavenged through the dumpster to polish off half-empty sunblocks and went to bed in my anti-tanning bed. It's a coffin. Wait, you've got a... Sunblock trash stash? Duh. Where's your room? Bottommost deck. You really hate that sun. Oh no, why would I be scared of a giant ball of space explosions? The sun has killed more people than war and religion combined. Huh. What? No, I just thought you were a pretty one-dimensional guy, but then you get into that religion stuff. Well, there's only one great power in the universe, and it's made of fire and it wants me dead. Oh, yep, there we go. Hey, they're running by the pool. Oh, sorry, Kneel. I just broke this case wide open as all. Well, put it back together, because it's not yours to play with. Why'd you let Blotch off duty? I didn't. He was there. I saw him talking to Gene before the murder. So he lied about being at the scene of the crime. You haven't even questioned him yet. I am on my way to do that, but I am walking, because... Screw you, Kneel! <laughs> yeah, because of that. <laughs> I rifled through Blotch's nest of solves, bombs, and blocks until I found it. Neutrogenia Private Collection Black Label. SPF 700. <laughs> Rosemary and Rose could only be jeans. And on the back, three perfectly preserved greasy sunblock fingerprints. Jeans, Blotch's, and the killer's. I wired my mall in the Coast Guard to chopper me in a fingerprint scanner. He asked where he could possibly land, and I said whatever and hung up. It was time to celebrate. Karaoke means hollow orchestra in Japanese. I just wanted you to feel that while you feel this. Oh, baby, I'm hot just like an oven. I need some loving. And the same boy was there, making me wonder if he ever left or if he's somehow boat homeless. I ordered a drink and made an arms out gesture to the kid as if to say, crank up the dirty dancing. This time, we're trying the lift. Himis Buffet? No. Why do they allow you near fun? I just, I have something to show you. You know what? Okay, Kneel. I'm in such a good mood. I'm curious if it can withstand whatever bummer you're cooking up in your boring kitchen of a personality. Okay. When I get that feeling, I won't 
So I solved the crime, which is so funny because you didn't, but I did, which is so funny because I hate you. Well, how about that? And it was Van Alvis. We got the proof right here. And your cruise became a fun, safe cruise because of me. Well, that's hilarious because... Lit by the purpley, swirling twinkle of the pool lights, another crispy corpse sat lounging in a lounge chair, a golden bottle of aloe just out of her reach. It can't be. Yeah, sure can. The security footage shows the governor's frying in real time. She must have gotten a stronger dose with a chemical in her aloe. For a second, I thought you were onto something, but as you can see, nope. Oh, and you of course cannot call for unauthorized airdrops. The pilot bumped into the water slide and got kicked out of the coast guard. Suddenly the pool light shut out, plunging us into complete darkness. Because it just started to be that time of year when the moon is gone for six months. Huh. That was kind of weird. Good thing power outages are accidents and nobody's fault. Wait, the bottle! Someone cut the power to steal the sunblock evidence! I don't have time for your conspiracy theories. I have to go reset a fuse box and then solve two murders. And the luau. Everyone, return to your cabins. Especially you. I I meant you, Miss Beth. Wait, shut up! I figured it out while you were going on and on! Everyone, please meet me on the Lido deck in 10 minutes for one of my world-famous crime solvings. Bring a friend. You're going to love it. Yeah! Look, I just don't Thank you for coming, everyone on the boat. Except the captain, I assume. No, I'm here! Then I'll make this quick since no one's steering. But first, please welcome the life of the party, this angel-voiced boy who will hum dramatic music underneath my explanation. Hello. (coughs) In a case like this, there are sometimes two possible solutions. One very simple, and one less so. I'll start with the complex solution. Governess Erin Van Alvis, the aloe vera heiress, was hiding something. But it wasn't a murder. It wasn't even a thing. It was a one. A someone. She refused to confirm she was traveling alone. And then a detail in her story betrayed an aloe pool full of water wings. And unless the governor can't swim, the governess has a child. A child who could paralyze their mother's enemies with only a secret chemical stolen from the family plant vault. Was this done out of maternal love? Hex, no. It was to frame Erin for murder to get at her fortune. The child mixed the paralyzer into Jean's sunblock, and Jean accepted it because the killer was wearing the stolen mask of blotch. Jean's... Lover? Nope. That was a big swing, but I was curious. Jean's friend. Best friend. I can't prove that, but when my questioning caused the governess to recognize her own chemical in the crime, the murderer killed their only mother to distract me long enough to steal my only piece of hard, greasy evidence. But who here is secretly a Van Alvis? Is it the chef? Is it me? Is it the fish we're surrounded by in the sea? You're just, you're giving too many examples. Is it the seal who does the tricks that are funny? I feel like you're really milking Is it the pizza doctor? You're making people up. Is it the train conductor of the sushi train? Is it Piggy? We don't know her. None of us. Fine! Think back. Who was drawing attention right before each body was found to establish a public and honestly gorgeous alibi? 
And who tried to cover their tracks by telling me they had no parents? Him! Karaoke kid whose name I never learned! Oh no! Grab him by the backpack before it's too late! Hit him! But, But you said you had another solution, right, Mrs. Buffet? Indeed. The simple solution is this. It was fucking Neil! What? No way! Yeah, that one I can't back up, but I'd be happy to see either of them go to the brig and then just regular jail. I didn't do it. Oh, okay, Neil, we get it. But you got no proof on me either, Miss Buffet. I ain't no aloe heir. You're probably right. And when you walk free, you'll walk right back to that karaoke bar, and you... And me will have the time of our lives. Why is she backing up? No, there's no way that kid is strong enough to lift her. Because I had the time of my life. And I owe it all to you. Hey, wait. Get out of my backpack! I swear, I'll I'll, I'll throw you overboard! If you drop me, I'm falling on your little throat! Eureka! The sunblock bottle! Rot in prison, you pint-sized fuck! Curse you, Barjorie Buffet the Cruise Detective! One day I'll deep-fry you too! I'll eat your heart with ranch! Or my name is an Alejandro Van Alvis! Take him away! Oh, do I do that? If it means you leave! Well, bitch... Now what? Otto, I'm gonna grab a lounge chair, turn on that poolside TV, and sit for so long, you might think I'm dead. (laughs) 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 You got me. And I looked him in the eye and said, State Senator, I'm a family man. I have a kind, caring son and a wonderful, smooth-skinned wife, and they are my rocks, the rocks from which I govern my state. Oh, that's right. The governor. Wow. His family really tore itself apart on their vacation. Neil's gonna have to tell him. And Neil is not emotionally available enough to break that kind of news to somebody. Yikes. I wonder if he'll ever love again. Oh, shit! The karaoke's probably free! Thank you for joining us. Come back next week for Bardry Buffet in What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Murder. End of tape. End of tape. End of tape. <coughs> End of tape. <coughs> End of tape. Welcome to another adventure of Bardry Buffet, the cruise detective. Adapted from the beloved books by Dame Druzel Scream, ignoring her will and last words to do so. This week's episode, Put Your Money Where My Mouth Is, based on the book, The Bluff That Was True. Chapter 1 Rat of the sky, gull of the sea. Uncle Monte Carl's all-ages crucino, where you can gamble away your allowance or your child support. So not only did it have hors d'oeuvres so weird they must be fancy, 
braised bat a la smushed? No. Fetal hermit crab a la horse? No, please stop. But also a Charles E. Cheese style band that the salty ocean air was not kind to. Take it from Mr. Quinn, kids. You're never too young to declare bankruptcy. Now, time for another song. song. I received a cryptic invitation from a criminal who was as infamous as I am famous. A fiendish mastermind who I would be looking in the eyes this very moment if I hadn't left the letter in my travel agent's office by mistake. You walked in such a rush, Miss Buffet. I haven't seen you this excited in a while. You looked like me the time I found a whole hot dog. This was classic piggy podiatrist. Sure, her name is Silly. And sure, when I looked up her number in the yellow pages, I found it next to a completely different name. But that's the name the Lord knows her by. And now she had me in the clutches of her little pig web, trapped to listen to her tight five after tighter five until I could wriggle the information from her. Like she was a gumball machine full of buttons and one gumball, and I was losing my quarters by the second. Can I just hear the letter, Piggy? That. <laughs> no, I was asking 30 stories ago. I've been demanding for a while now. Oh, speaking of stories, did I tell you about all those times? Piggy, if you read me the letter, it'll be like you're my sidekick on this case for two minutes. Oh boy, you got it. I love having these secrets with you. It's not a secret. Then I can tell my niece? No, read. Dearest Barjory, how we love to play our little games. We put in the token, and we pull the cord, and the little man goes choo-choo-choo. What game could that even be? But so it goes in our business of cops and robsters. Did he spell it that way, or are you being cute? He did, I swear! Good. Keep going. But you and I, we kings of this game and business, it is about time we met. The Cusino embarks at midnight. I'll be at the back of pack table. See you there. Love, now and always, F. And then there's a symbol. A satin seagull, yes. Calling card of a master thief, known only as the satin seagull. Wowie zowie, lemons and lime. I'm hanging up. Okay, which table could he be at? There's Blackjack, Baccarat, Jackarack, Packersplat, Jack Black, Flappajack, Burt Baccarat, Lady with a Huge Rack. Oh, back a pack. Is this seat taken? Yes, I'm sitting in it. Then I'll take the other one. It's a true pleasure, Bodge. It's Bidge. Neither our names, so I'll go with Bodge. Do you play? I know back a pack like the back of my pack. Excellent. Then I'll shuffle. So what can I do for you, Mr. Gull? Do you want a signed picture? Are those an option? I was so sure I hung up. I can be real quiet when I gotta be. Barge, Master Thief isn't just what's embroidered on all my towels. I've stolen paintings. I've stolen gold. One time I stole a house while a family was having Thanksgiving inside. I do not believe you. I stole the sunglasses out of your Hawaiian shirt gown pocket while you were doubting me just now. Come on, man! Here, I'll bet them on this next hand. Your turn. One, two, three, four, five. The point is, I've become bored of Master Burgling. I need a challenge. So here's my idea. I'm going to rob this casino. (sighs) And you're going to try to stop me. Deal. The only thing you're going to take is up space in the brig. 
57. Miss. We make port in Las Vegas in three days. I'll give you till then to solve it. My team will begin preparations. Your turn. No fair! You got a team? You can have a team. I don't want a team. I'm your team. How? Ugh. And so begins our game of cat and mouse. More like cat and dog. More like dog and dog catcher. Say what you are on three. One, two, three. Tiger shark. Shark eating whale. Damn it. Okay, again. One, two, three. Bengal tiger. Deforestation. Damn it. So I'll just... That's a backup pack. Good game. I'm sure you cheated, Satin Seagull. Also, your name is dumb. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a sandwich on the beach, Barge? There is no greater want than that of a seagull for someone else's food. He will even knock it into the water to take it, as if he'd rather no one have it than you. And when you look and see dozens of him, only then do you realize the inevitability of losing a patty melt that was never truly yours. Yeah, but why satin? I mean, that's what's dumb to me. Satin is fancy and I am fancy. But please, my friends call me by my alias, C.J. Seagulls. Oh, that's not much better. One, two, three! Asteroid that killed the Bigger dinosaur. asteroid! Damn it! Chapter 2 What time is it? Pizza time. On a normal night, the UMCAAC has maybe $300 bills in its vault. But this weekend... The weekend of the sold-out Malcolm Gladwell impersonator show? The casino would have $1,100 bills. He's smart enough to hit the vault while everyone's busy and cocky enough to give me an extra two days to solve it. So just like Malcolm Gladwell's impersonator getting laid, it was definitely happening tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome a Malcolm Gladwell. Thank you. Uh, very happy to be here. I want to talk about a hero of mine, someone who doesn't get, I feel, the recognition they deserve. His name was Stinky Tharwis. Now I notice you all perked up when I said his name. And why is that? Well, that's because you smell the delicious omelet I've brought on stage with me. And I swear to Thor and his friends that I will snap this omelet like a wet towel at your little ass if I feel your attention slipping. I glanced over and saw CJ kicking the seat in front of him. He smiled wide, thinking he had an airtight alibi. But now so do I. And if my plan worked, I'd need one, because the plan was mean and probably illegal. Give me your wallet. So you see how you all instantly, without thinking, pulled out your wallets as soon as I brandished my samurai sword, but I was only going to use the sword to cut my omelet. But where am I going with this? What I'm talking about is computers. We will never understand them. Computers just showed up one day, and now we can't get rid of them. Bill Gates. Maybe some of you have heard of him. The year was 1974. 
five. He toiled away in his garage, working on a dartboard, and all of a sudden, it hit him. A car pulling into the garage, and Bill Gates was dead. I see you all sitting there saying, but Malcolm Gladwell, Bill Gates is alive, and he's one of the richest men on earth. And to that I say, you're missing the point. The point, once again, is love. I love that Bill Gates died in the 70s. I love Bill Gates. I love Bill Gates' dartboard. And I love Melinda Gates. I'm very confused. I snuck out of the show by pretending to throw up by making myself actually throw up. It was a little secret I had picked up while throwing up. I am your papa. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that I get to decide what little outfits you wear. It's simple. And yet we're all ignoring this. This universal fact that I am going to pick your clothes out for you for the next two weeks on this cruise ship. CJ's plans are always complicated, with many people playing many roles and wearing many wigs under even more hats. So I started taking some shots in the dark. Then I put away my flask, turned on the lights, and made some guesses. Hey, everybody, stop your chopping and dicing. Little guy, hands off the blender. Sad lady, head out of the oven. I need everyone to please grab their hair and yank. Uh. Trust me, I'm the cruise detective. Oh. Off to one side, you three who pulled your hair off. I'm gonna handcuff you three over here just until the heist is over. I'm very sorry if you're just civilians with toupees, but you're clearly wearing a novelty hat with dreadlocks attached. <laughs> okay, now has anyone never seen a coworker and maybe suspects he's just wearing a costume? I've never seen him before, but he's doing a crazy fake accent. I was at your wedding. I played the bagpipes. Great, thank you. Listen, I'm sorry if you guys are just very forgettable, but I'm sure you already knew that. Hi, I'm picking up the pizza for the... Oh. Okay. Okay. This is... Speaking of Mr. Forgettable himself... Hello, Neil. How's being... It's Neil. You know my name is Neil. Fine. Neil. How's being fucking lame? Oh, bad, actually. You got me demoted and transferred because your official report was just first thought roast jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have those. According to eyewitnesses, Neil is here. Talking to Neil is like drowning. Because it hurts and takes forever. And it's the first thing boat safety classes teach you to avoid. I don't see what's first thought about that at all. Are they all that long? Mm Mm-hmm. But now I run the Kidsino. It's like the casino, but the chips are tickets and the slot machines are Dance Dance Revolution and the money is... Corn dogs. That's just an arcade. Arcades are teeny tiny gambling dens that no man should step inside of. Yeah, well, this one has a museum with the first arcade token, so... Oh, that's so boring! I bet you demanded they do it. Look, I don't have time for this, Neil. I have a heist to stop. And I have to bring these to the pizza party, but you had time to read the roast. Jesus F. Christ, that's a lot of oregano. Kids love oregano. Were you ever a child, Neil? Yeah, for way longer than you were, I bet. Ew, what? Do you mean? I was born premature. I don't know why I made it a brag. <sighs> it is going to be so great to never see you again. Wait, why are you handcuffing people? Just as a precaution. You're really supposed to not do that. No time for your rules when I'm protecting laws. This is breaking both. No time! 
Yeah, so Blender Guy, she's probably right about the- Oh, you're just dumping even more oregano on. Okay, yeah, that'll be fine. That'll have to be fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Hiya, I need access to the vault. Cruise detective. Here's my badge. Yes, it's on the underside of a flip-flop, but it doesn't matter. S- sorry, ma'am. Oh. <laughs> I see. Well then, cruise vault guard, when did you start working here? I think it's been five months or so. Ha! Or so! Looks like the hands are in the other cuff now. Does that work? I think it works. I need backup. The vault is being robbed. It's like you don't even see the badge. No, I'm inspecting the money with my hands in case it already got... No! Hey! No! I'm very tender-headed! The seagull! He's gonna steal all the money! He told me so himself! Oh, boy. He is the polar bear and I am the trash island and I will defeat him! Hmm. Hmm. Who even does blow guns? My trial was speedy, as the judge really wanted to get back to the show. Apparently his wife had agreed to a tentative menage a trois with the Malcolm Gladwell impersonator. My metaphors got me an insanity plea deal, so I forwent the brig or walking the plank and just got locked in the kid-sino. Specifically, inside a claw machine. Aw, man. I didn't want that one. She's so sad looking. Well, good news for you. You're getting this Angry Birds vase. That prize is mean and old. Hey, you're awake. You know, I asked your judge for leniency, and to be fair, I winked after, but to be fair, he wasn't paying attention to me. Let me out, Neil. I mean, I'll try to, but these things are so hard to win. Whoops. No. Got a minion. What do you want? I want a formal apology in the cruise news. I want you to write a roast of yourself. From now on, I want you to call me Mr. Greg. Is your name Neil Greg? That is correct. You are so fundamentally boring. I can't ponder you because I'll fall asleep. I want you to tell everyone I'm not boring anymore. Look, I can't spread lies, but I can write Monte Carl and get you a promotion to fourth mate. First mate. Third mate. Done. Checkmate. Oh. Well, he's not going to have any of this if we don't find his money, so... Get me out of here. Yeah, well, if you rob this cruise ship, it's probably on this cruise ship. What? Yeah. So we're <sighs> fine. Did you see that? That was either a real throw-up or a pro at work. You've got to handcuff that child immediately. No. To anything. No. Every Friday, the kids will eat pizza too fast and get really sick, but this one was worse than usual. <laughs> There was also a guy in here. Probably taking advantage of the chaos to stash the cash somewhere. He was reading the plaque I made for the museum. I hope we find him because I would like to be his friend. Are there security cameras? Yeah, but the kids keep spraying cheese whiz over the lenses and yelling, No witnesses in the madhouse. You really run a tight ship, Neil Gregg. Where's the exit? I have to go see the security footage. Welp. Here's the thing. The kids are locked in here until tonight's family-style, family-size buffet blast where the servings are bigger than the family, and we are locked with them. Are you telling me it is your job to be locked inside this blasted casino all day? I'm telling you to get me a better job. Only way I can mark time is the animatronic band that plays every hour. Well, it looks like it's time to sing another song. creepiest thing I've seen on this boat, and I was offered a glass of eyeballs a la Innocent Mouse. Quig, Ramsey, Buffaloon, and Snake. I swear, whenever they stop playing, they're looking at me wherever I am. What kind of animal is Quig? Quig is a man. We need to get out of here, Daniel. Yes. Yes.
Do we have any tools? You don't win with tickets? I have a taser, but I'm really not supposed to use it. Oh, good. Wait, did you hear something? Gather round, children. Well, a taser is perfect in case one of these robots is a master thief in disguise! Oh my god, there was a guy in Quig this whole time. There was not. And now there is. My heart beeps like a kettle drum. My blood is Oh, crud, no. I just zapped the robot to life. He's sentient now. That yeah. can happen? That's something that's happened to you? It's an outside chance. Does he have blood now? Okay, guys. We need to take this band in a new direction. That was its first priority? Free will is very dumb. If we don't break out of here, CJ gets a 12-hour head start. Wait, it's 8 a.m.? Did I sleep last night? I don't care. We need an inflatable guitar, a plastic slinky, and a huge stuffed penguin no one could ever win, let alone a child. I'll make a paste out of Fun Dip and Root Beer to grease the door hinges, and you take the Philadelphia Eagles razor scooter. Excuse get on my me, back. Quig. Neil, you were always so kind to me. Yeah, I was afraid of you, and am more now, but could you do us a favor? Anything. Okay, the simpler plan worked that time. Thanks, Quig! Sorry about the wall, but I don't work here anymore, hopefully. Godspeed, Neil, and friend of Neil. Okay, Snake, try to keep up with the chord progression this time. A one, two, a one, two, Quig, and... Chapter three. Heist guys finish last. When the security footage was no help, I searched every inch of the ship for 36 hours. But all I found was my phone I had smashed earlier. I wonder if this thing still works. There you are. It's been days, Piggy. Oh, hello, Barjory. Now, when I say hello, Barjory, what what am I talking about? Would you care to join me for a cup of omelette tea? Omelette in hot water. Simple. Yet terrible. Fake Malcolm Gladwell, you're the last cabin I haven't searched. May I rip your room apart? Please find the money. They closed the casinos and I'm sick of hiding from my kids. Is that you saying that or Malcolm? No, Malcolm would say... Flash forward to 2200. Everyone's dead. Why? Because we've gotten old and died. But was this preventable? No. It seemed... It's not in there. Shut it. We dock in 45 minutes. If you admit defeat now, it'd be kind of noble in a stupid loser way. Why don't I just tell the crew's cops on you, CJ? Oh, and how would you describe me? By my hair? My ears? My eye? My teeth? Nice face. I get the point. Keep your face on. I'll be waiting for a surrender. I'm gonna go put my teeth back in. That was so many layers of prosthetics. He must be a tiny little guy under all that. A tiny, tiny guy like... Wait. If the... Then that means he was... But he wasn't. And then... But he didn't, so he could have... And then they all got into the... That's it! Um, what? Nothing, I just solved something. Love your new song, Quig. We thought the violins would evolve our sound. Oh yeah, we thought that. Then quit the band, Buffaloon. Take your 50 B-sides and see if they even get a gig on a rowboat. (laughs) 
So? I solved it. Prove it. I can. Then do. I will. Just fine. Your plan was simple. Simpler than you wanted me to think. You didn't have a team. You barely have friends. You bribed a guard to let you into the vault to swap it out with fake bills and a judge to lock me in Neil jail. But the rest was all you. You snuck out the money in your jacket, and the cameras missed it because, I mean, let's be honest, it's not a lot of money. So where is it now? You needed a distraction, and a normal pizza party wasn't enough. The oregano Neil tried to sell me on wasn't oregano. You poisoned his pizza, and he was too polite to ever question it. In the sick kid chaos, you snuck into the casino For the money? No. I know! It was rhetorical! No! You never wanted the money! Your real prize wasn't in the vault, or even on the top shelf of the prize table itself. It was in the Kidsino Museum, all along. The world's first arcade token, carved out of adolescent walrus ivory in 1891. I took the liberty of also stealing it, just now. A modern token. A poker chip. And the ivory token taken from the museum. Hmm, you'd think something so authentic and cruel to walruses wouldn't just sound like the poker chip. More like this, maybe? But that wasn't our agreement. You never found the money. The money's gone. Ow! Say it. Ow! I didn't recognize you in the kitchen. You had all your prosthetics off, four feet tall without them. You were the blender, finishing up an $1,100 smoothie. You pulse pureed the cash and ran it through the most effective money laundering in the world. The digestive systems of 30 separate children. They gobbled down pizza with a dollop of dollar and shat out the perfect crime. Then they got sick because you're not supposed to eat money. Ow. Ow. I'll just take my token. Brava, Barge. You almost got me. The whole point of the handcuffs is that I've definitely got you. You just missed one thing. I've got one more ace up my eye hole. I'm not only an incredible actor-slash-counterfeiter-slash-child poisoner. I'm a pretty handy programmer. Queeg! A hostile is attempting to steal the token. Throw her off the ship! What did you do to him? I stole his sentience. I thought I'd never get to check that off my burglar bucket list. Quig was built to protect Tolkien. Quig must stop you. Well, that would have been great a couple days ago. Ow! Hey! Listen to me quick, this isn't you. Think of your robot band. Think of how a recording producer might get pizza in an arcade looking for the next big thing. Is no one gonna do something about this? Um, think about your songs, your guitar. Exactly, you love that thing. Oh my god. Oh, okay, pretty rock and roll, huh, quick? No. Does this edge of the boat suffice for dropping? Yes, that should do fine. Wait, Neil! Neil, come on, over here! Ugh, what's happening? Neil, Neil, I know you can see me! Get over here! I don't know if I want to get involved in this. Can't we just come back for you? It is a 40-story drop from up here, Neil. I will so die. You need to stab him. What? Can't he feel? Oh, for sure! He's about to feel a guitar neck through his actual neck! I so don't want to kill him. Then don't. And be rid of her. Forever. Huh. Neil, you have to kill him. He's throwing me right now. I, uh... Goodbye. 
Okay, I grabbed the railing at the last second, but you gotta be more decisive in life. Finish her, Quig. Is there anything left of you in there, Quig? I just gotta check. No, Neil. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Neil. Neil. I can remember you. What am I doing? <laughs> Neil. Wait, did he say can or can't? Can. Oh. My. God. Whoa, he liked you so much he remembered how to feel. <laughs> Whoops. That's love for you, right? I guess. Wow, looks like the murderer was finally Neil after all. Oh my god. Classic Neil. Seriously, though, I might need to take you down to a judge, answer a few questions. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... I mean, there's probably no rule on it. It could be a landmark case, you know. Neil versus innocent robot. I hate you. Can I owe you one? Come on, Siege. But there's no cufflinks in prison. I can make anything into a cufflink. Quig and I had some creative disputes, sure. But we respected the hell out of each other. The song is... It would have been on a self-titled LP. This one's for you, El Capitan. The heart is the part of your body that you cannot tattoo. I didn't care for Quig's music, but we could all take comfort in the fact he was terrible at the only thing he cared about. And his funeral was super weird, because many of the parents thought it was a kid's show. To be fair, the font on the poster was goofy. I don't know who decided on an open casket for a decapitated bot. Mom, where's his head? But what mattered was the satin seagull was headed to jail. On the same prison cruise, I sent all my greatest enemies. The only excursion on a prison cruise is more prison. Excuse me? Bardry Buffet? Did you know Quig? I sure did, for a couple days. He was trying to kill me, so I got a loser to murder him. Wow. I want to be a cruise detective. Then stay in school, kid. Cruise detective school. And hey, that's your first case. Finding a school with that major. Here, have a few tickets to get that knife in the prize case. In case Buffaloon turns on us. Gee, thanks. Now go more in the freak. Never get a tattoo. Thank you for joining us. Join us next week for Bardry Buffet in The Vegan End of a Gun. He had shoulders like a wildebeest. His torso made you scream. The top of his head was silly, like an old cuckoo clock. A pelvic bone, baffling and yet enthralling. And his hands, the tiniest hands you ever did see. He had a tail. These are the many contradictions that made Daniel Radcliffe who he was. And that's the Sonic Society this week. Be sure to join us again next week as we bring you another fine episode of the Society, this time with 30% more Martians. Other planets are available. You can find the Sonic Society on the Sunday Showcase podcast or the Mutual Audio Network podcast feed, found now on any of your very fine podcast catchers, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Please contact us through sonicsociety at gmail.com, through the Audio Drama, Radio Drama Lovers, or Sonic Society. Society Facebook groups, or even on Twitter 
at Sonic Society or at AstroTour2010. Until we see you again next week, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Have a glorious week. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.